And welcome back here to Combank Stadium. We're at the halftime break of the New South Wales Cup Grand Final. At halftime, Penrith 17, leading the Bulldogs 6. The players are about to take the field again. Matt Mears, we've had a quick little debrief at halftime, had a couple <laughs> of sandwiches, had a couple of waters. And I've just got a feeling Penrith might have a bit too much of a lead here, but the Bulldogs have seen in the finals this year. Who knows what they could come up with. They've done it from fourth against the odds already. Let's see what's going to happen. Well, so they, the Bulldogs were in the uh, Penrith position last week against uh, the Jets, and the Jets came home with a wet sail to only lose by two points. They don't have that much of a gap on the, the Panthers, so perhaps they could take something out of what the, the Jets did last week and, and come back over the top. But as I said, the Panthers have, have been on another level this whole year. We saw that in that game against the the Norse that we called in the first week of the finals here on Triple H, that even with most of their team playing in the NRL, they were still able to get the job done. You just feel they've got enough there, but if the Bulldogs come out and they score first here, anything could happen in this game. Yeah. After what we saw in the first game, I don't want to rule anything out because you just know that grand finals just produce something. It's just a player, it's a team, it's something that may be able to get dragged out of them here as uh, we see the, uh, the Bulldogs now make their way back out onto the field. If they've got that little bit of something in them, the Bulldogs, this game's not over yet. But as I said before, as we went to the halftime break, if they just keep the same momentum, the same standard that we saw in the first half, this is all I can say. It's just it's Penrith's games to lose. Just remembering this year, earlier in the season, of course, it's important to take these two results into account. In April, Penrith defeated the Bulldogs 30 points to 16. And in July, Penrith defeated the Bulldogs 22 points to 12. So Penrith sort of had a 10-point win and a 14-point win. They're fairly comfortable earlier in the season. At the moment, they've got this 11-point lead. But grand final and pressure, anything can happen. It's bigger crowds now. The weather's better. And, of course, uh, remembering that Penrith have won three titles in the New South Wales Cup in their history, the Bulldogs ten titles. So that's what's on the line. The last time these two teams won it, Penrith in 2017, the Bulldogs in 2018. So both teams want to add one again to their trophy cabinet. The Bulldogs about to get us away, underway for the second half again. And it will be Brandon Wakeham to restart play as he kicks it long and hard towards the uh left-hand corner and the Panthers will have the first hit up it will be Liam Henry this time who will play it 15 metres away from his own line on tackle one and the dummy half is going to be Luke again here goes Taruva now the uh, enigmatic winger of course a good matchup against Ockenberg today he'll reach his own 20 metre line on tackle two Luke in the dummy half again works it to the left with Blacker again this time he just uh, sort of swivels his way through a couple of tackles and he'll play it 20 short of halfway here we go now to Hopgood who Tries to steam through them, the captain. He'll play it about 10 metres short of halfway now on tackle four. Luke dummy half to O'Sullivan. Kicking within his own 40. An angle kick towards the right-hand touchline. Racing back here as Toya takes it on his own 10 metre line. And he'll race across field now and eventually get tackled. Oh, he gets dragged back and he'll play it about 11 metres away from his own line on tackle one. Rajab in a dummy half now for the Bulldogs who have this 11-point deficit to start this second half. Ockenburn now, they'd probably want to score next in this match you would think and eventually he gets hammered into the ground about 15 metres away from his own line on tackle two Wakeham dummy half again works it away now to Alamotti outside his own 20 metre zone on tackle three are the Bulldogs Wakeham into dummy half again goes through the middle now to uh, this time it's going to be Harrison Edwards good shot over the top by 
Preston Riki on him. They'll play it about 20 short of halfway now on tackle four. They go now to Rajavan, an easy mistake there. He puts it down, Shane Evans. Penrith here, they've got to be careful, the Bulldogs, because if Penrith score again, all of a sudden they have quite a big lead in this, and it can be hard to come back. Yeah, definitely will be up there, Kiwi. It's just a simple mistake there by Rajab. Just took his eyes off the ball and just drops it cold. But, yeah, was able to have a chat with injured Bulldogs player Zach Docker-Clay just as we the boys were running back out. Pretty much from inside the sheds, it was forget about that first half, boys, from David Tenga guitar. It's basically, you think it's 0-0, win the second half. And from the Penrith side, it was very simple. Keep going, keep your foot on the throat. Do not let them win. And they're on the 20 metres line on attack here as Sony Luke reverses the play now to Eddie Blacker this time. He'll play it about 15 metres away, midfield here at Combank Stadium in the Parramatta District, of course. Here goes O'Sullivan. He'll take them on O'Sullivan to the line. And eventually he's tackled a metre away from the line. Penrith here won an early knockout punch early in the second half. Here they go flexing the muscles. They work it now to Iongi. Iongi sprints at the line and Wakem's got him. He'll play it now about a metre away as they work it again to O'Sullivan. His last game for Penrith would be an emotional day for him. Here we go, a nice little short play to Eisenhuth. And good defence by Bulldogs. It was Blacker, in fact, they got him. They're five metres away. Last tackle it is. Luke Dummy Half works it to O'Sullivan. A nice wide ball. Here goes Jennings. Oh, the Bulldogs. Great defence there, Matt Mears. They had to stop them there. And they'll ruck it away out of their own 10-metre line. Yeah, great work there by the uh, outside defence there of the Bulldogs. If you just felt if he could have got that ball away to the winger, he would have been uh, in, in that corner. But uh, at the end of the day, the Bulldogs are able to hang on again. It was their own doing with that with that simple drop there by Rajiv, just playing the pass before he'd even caught the ball. But the Bulldogs now, they're just rucking their way out. They just need to get to this kick now. They need to get back into their rhythm. Um, if they want to just get back into that arm wrestle with the Panthers. Here goes Ockenburn now as they're making 10 metres on each play. They just need to grind their way back into this match. Here goes Top and A now, and they've had that spirit in the three knockout games they've had in the finals so far when it's on the line. They're five metres short of halfway. Here they go, Makatoa again trying to charge at them. He'll play it about 45 metres away. Last tackle it is as they work it to the right. Here goes Wakem again with a towering bomb. Ockenburn is chasing through. And was there a blocker there? Tarua takes it on the full for the Panthers. And a great run. He gets outside his own 20 metre zone there on tackle one. Dummy half is going to be O'Sullivan again here for the Panthers. He works it away to his winger now and Christian Crichton. And they're about 15 metres short of halfway. Here are the Panthers. And this time they work it now uh, through the centre of the field and make another good sort of 15 yards as they're just short of the halfway line. Luke into dummy half again as Penrith trying to play some Disciplined football as they work it to the right now with Robert Jennings past the halfway stripe. He is on tackle four. Luke dummy half. Nice little run out of dummy half this time by Luke. Inside ball. I thought that was forward. Referee says it's okay. And Iongi straight through the middle here. 11 metres away from the try line. Last tackle it is. Luke works it till there's an overlap. O'Sullivan sprints at the line. And he flicks it out the back. I tell you what, it's a penalty though, Matt Mears. But they probably should have scored there. It was five on three if O'Sullivan had passed it, but they've got the penalty anyway. I wonder if they'll go for a shot or keep running it. Well, they could go for the shot here and go 13 in front, just make it a little bit harder for the Bulldogs' side. But I think Penrith there getting lucky getting that ball back. They'll take the tap 10 metres out from the Bulldogs' line, but very lucky there to keep that ball. You thought they could have scored, but they said they got the next pack option. They've got that full set of cards 10 metres out. Here they go now. They're about a half a metre away from the try line. Luke into dummy half. 
They work it away again to O'Sullivan. O'Sullivan, nice inside ball here to Hopgood, the captain here for Penrith. They're eight metres away from the try line here. Right on attack are the Panthers. They work it now to O'Sullivan. Out the back, Ayangi. Here goes the overlap. One bounce to uh, their winger now, and he could score in the corner. Oh, what an athletic effort there by Crichton. That was sensational stuff. And they score. No, in fact, the referee's going to go upstairs. So the first one this uh, match, <laughs> Matt Mears. I think this is the first one in the New South Wales Cup this year. We've certainly not called one yeah. here on Triple H. I think H. we only hope it for the grand final, though. Yeah, but that is anyway, correct. They're going to go upstairs. So now it's time for us to look at the uh, big screen here in the left corner of Parramatta Stadium. You look at that TV that's above your head. Oh, OK. Guys, <laughs> I've guys, never done this before. Guys, I can <laughs> tell you the referee sent Darren Ferguson upstairs. He sent upstairs as a try, but to check the obstruction, because yep. there's a Penrith player that does receive it, it looks like inside shoulder, about 15 metres out, and then double-check the grounding. OK, so let's see what they come up with here. The body language... Oh, there you go. They have called the obstruction yeah, penalty. Yeah, so they have called the obstruction. So that's where the video ref can come into advantage, and especially in crucial games here, Matt Mears. So the Bulldogs survive. It was an athletic effort there by Crichton. So six minutes gone, second half. Penrith 17, Bulldogs 6. Yeah, that, that was uh, certainly a, a let off the hook there. As a huge kick by Wakeham gets them all the way to the halfway line. We, we saw a few dodgy kicks in the... Jersey Fleet game, but when you've got someone like Wakey in your team that can just kick you out of trouble, get you down to that halfway line, they need to take that as a, as a blessing, though, the, the Bulldogs. They need to think that something's finally gone our way. Now we need to convert this possession and this field position into points. So the Dogs now 36 metres away on attack. Ray into dummy half again. Here goes Rajab. A short kick. Here goes Toya chasing through. And Casey as well. The Dogs are going to score. Casey's over there, centre. Brilliant play by Rajab, kicking on tackle two. Breaking up this Penrith defensive unit. And they score with Declan Casey sprinting through. Seven minutes gone, second half. Penrith 17, Bulldogs 10. Well, what a great piece of vision there from Rajal. We saw him just drop a ball cold earlier in the in this uh, in this half where he was almost trying to play his hand before he'd even caught the ball. This time he was cool, he was calm, he was collected. He was able to wait, just wait and play his hand. The ball, we're just watching the replay here, comes down that short side. He knew that he had players behind him that were really waiting and ready to run through. There was no wingers or fullback back for the Panthers. They hadn't gone back that early in, inside the tackle count, but it was a good piece of play there, the Bulldogs. He, Rajiv knew that his players would chase and they needed to chase hard. They did that. The Panthers just couldn't turn around in defense quick enough and... Uh, Declan Casey, the number four for the Bulldogs. He just wanted it the most out of anybody there. He got them across the line. That's the points that the Bulldogs needed here in this second half with uh, now that Wakeham here trying to put the Bulldogs within a converted try. Dom Rizzuto, a quick comment on that one. That's really brought it closer again. Yeah, absolutely, and great work from Rajab. But kicking game from the Bulldogs has been so effective throughout this final series, and it was on show again there as the second try. Uh, comes off the boot. The biggest thing I wanted to come back to, though, is the touch finder from Brandon Wakeham. I yeah. don't know how many times yep. I've referenced how uh, poor it is to see a team only kick about 10 metres, 20 metres ahead. There is no excuse for not trying to hit 30 metres on the fly. Put them within, you know, 50 metres of scoring. Uh, they're 
their second try of the afternoon and in two tackles they did that. Excellent work from Brandon Wakeham. Can he convert here to prove he's one of the best kickers in the competition? Yeah, definitely. He's been in five of this kicking. He's 15 metres in from the left-hand touch. 24 metres back. Every point's going to count and it's over. Nine minutes gone, second half. Penrith 17, Bulldogs 12. Shane Evans on the sideline. The blue and white flags are flying now. They definitely are, but I'm going to back up Dom's comment there. Absolute huge kick there from Brandon Wakeham for that touch finder. Another reason for it, a very strong wind is coming is behind their back at the moment, coming down the coming down the field towards the Leagues Club. It's probably going to be a good four to six point wind coming through. But at the moment, yeah, that's good. But just having some word about Isaac Lumi Lumi, it looks like he's just been ruled out with a head injury. There we go. So the Bulldogs now. Uh, working it out of their own 20 metres and this time it's going to be Rajab again who runs straight at Luke. So 10 minutes gone, second half here, Penrith 17, Bulldogs 12, game on here in the grand final of the New South Wales Cup. Here goes Makatoa with another strong run. About 15 metres short of halfway here are the Dogs. Gray works it away now to Mora. Now they're back now to Rajab again. This time it's going to be Dory and eventually he's tackled now about 8 metres short of the halfway line. Looks like Declan Casey has moved on to the wing. And of course, uh, Reese Hoffman out to the centre position on this left-hand side. Last tackle, and they'll kick it right. We restart play on the halfway line. They work it now to Wakeham. He'll do a towering bomb again. Chris Smith over the top on him. Ayongi's going to take this one, you would think, 14 metres away from his own line. Sprints back out to them and moves it centre field. And eventually he'll play it now on tackle one. Just outside his own 20 metre zone. He goes to Ruva for a run, this time for the Panthers. And a very good one as well. He's only 10 metres short of the halfway line. Again, they work it through the middle. Now it's going to be Christian Crichton who was denied that try earlier and he's passed the halfway stripe. So Penrith, a little bit of energy in the set here as they can feel the uh, the heat building in this game. Again, it's going to be Alex Cicino this time, one of his first touches of the day. And he'll play it 35 metres away from the try line as they work it to the right now to Hopgood. Hopgood now the uh, lock and captain for this Panthers side. He'll play it on the last. Quick play the ball now to Luke. Out of dummy half, very sharp now to Jennings. Flicks it inside, does he, or has he thrown it out? Gray comes up with it there. Uh, Matt Mears and the Bulldogs hold them out again, and they'll ruck it out of their own 20-metre zone. As referee calls time off, there's a player down now. Yeah, the Bulldogs player down with the trainer in back play. But again, good scrambly defence with 12 players there for the Bulldogs to make sure that the Panthers... Uh, not being able to make uh, their way across the try line again. Uh, it was uh, Morin that was the player that was down there. He's uh, the, the trainer's calling um, for a head replacement. Could even have some claret on the face as well. Um, but uh, the, a great effort again from the Bulldogs. But this is what we need to see from the Bulldogs. They, they, they're close enough now. They're only within five points. They get a converted try. It takes them into the lead. But it's going to be their defense that gets them there. We can see that, we, and we know that they've got that attacking prowess with Rajiv, with Wakeham. But as I said, it's up to all 13 of them to defend their line. Here go the Bulldogs now with Makatoa rucking it away. And Penrith all of a sudden just getting the numbers in the tackle there, trying to slow them down. Ockenberg now working it out of trouble. That's a good run through them. Was that a high shot? Referee says it's all good, but I'm not too sure. Here they go through the middle again. It's going to be Makatoa thundering forward here at our Combank scene. The crowd loved that one. The uh, blue and white army, of course, from the Bankstown area. The Bulldogs have come to town. Here we go now. Other back now to Wakeham. He'll play it now. Just short of the halfway line are the Bulldogs. But eventually he'll get up and play the ball now on the last tackle. 
Ray into dummy half. Works it now. He's going to kick out a dummy half straight through the centre. Nice kick as well. Iongi racing back. It's going to hold up right in that little five-metre pocket in the corner. Here goes Iongi now working it out of trouble. And over the top on him is Alamotti and Ockenburg, of course. He'll play it now about 12 metres away from his own line as they go now to Taruva through the middle here for the Panthers. Over the top on him is Edwards. He'll play it pretty much on his own 20-metre line on tackle two here. O'Sullivan into dummy half again. Now it's going to be uh, Jack Cole, of course, who has a try so far today. And it's a one-on-one -on -one strip, or is it a knock-on? Shane Evans down on the sideline. Well, they've, they've called it as a one -on, as a knock-on, attempting a one-on-one -on -one strip, but uh, I'm a little bit... I'd, I'd have to disagree with the officials here, but we can I can confirm the play going off for the Bulldogs with the blood bin was Jersey 16 in Curtis Moran. Pretty bad cut. He's going to have to go and get some stitches and get his head taped up at the moment. But you have to remember, you've also already lost Isaac Lumi Lumi for the game, so they're only down to 16. They can't afford to lose another player. Yeah, the injuries could play a part here as Penrith do have the scrum one. And they work it away now to Robert Jennings, who will uh, make a pretty good run here and play it about 15 metres short of halfway. What a game we have here in the grand final. Sassino again, who was great in their um, semi-final win against North Sydney at St Mary's in week one of the finals. He was one of the key players in that match up front. Here we go now to Chris Smith this time. Past the halfway stripe. Here's Makatoa over the top on him. They'll play it here while the Bulls come loose and it's a knock on. Referee Darian Ferner called that straight away. Matt Mears, Chris Smith in frustration there with his hands up and um, yeah, the Bulldogs are just hanging tough here with the Panthers, aren't they? They certainly are. Just trying to see what Chris Smith was thinking here. Yeah, just loses it cold on the ground, trying to play the ball too quickly. Uh, just these little mistakes starting to creep in for the Panthers, particularly when they're getting towards uh, the Bulldogs' line. They can't be just handing that ball back. They need to be, they need to be uh, trying to make sure that they make use of this good field territory. But the Bulldogs now have the scrum 45 metres out from their own line. They'll want to be now attempting to put points on the board. Got a bit of a second man play there to Rajab, who gets tackled on the New South Wales Rugby League logo, of course. Here we go now to Edwards trying to straighten things up. Some heavy defence by Eisenhuth over the top on him, putting him back where he started. He'll get up and play the ball now to Gray as they work it now to Rajab again, coming into his own. Here we go with a nice sort of run out the back to Casey, who's on the wing, of course, now replacing Lumi Lumi. They'll play it now 38 metres away as Rajab moves into dummy half again here for the Dogs. They work it now to Gray. Now it's going to be Makatoa again, who definitely does have some metres in him with these hit-ups. And eventually he'll play it now about 32 metres away, centre of the field here at Combank. They work it away now to Edwards. Out the back now to Wakeham. Here goes Topane now, working it to that right-hand side. He'll play it on his own 20-metre line on attack. Last tackle it is for the Dogs. They work it now to Wakeham. This time he'll reverse it back. Oh, here goes Ockenberg. Look out. Was he taken oh. out there? Referee's going to blow a penalty. And, oh, here goes the crowd. The blue and white army are up again. The Bulldogs are in a great position there. Dom Rizzuto. Vital penalty there. You could see the player ran him off his line and picked that up on the play. And uh, the Bulldogs here another chance. Absolutely. But as you can see um, here, is Ockenborg slightly offside there? Maybe just timed his run. But definitely taken off definitely the ball. Definitely taken yeah. off the ball afterwards. But, yeah, interesting call. I thought he may have been slightly on, offside. But uh, they get away with one here. And the Dogs have uh, got an opportunity to uh, be level. Absolutely. So the Bulldogs here have it 10 metres away with a full set of cards, as I like to say. 
And uh, here we go. The crowd is going to get into this one as we head towards that last 20 minutes. They work it now to Wakeham. Here we go now to big Jaden Tanner again back on the field. He'll play it now five metres away from the try line, centre of the field here on tackle one. Gray works it now to Makatoa. Out the back now to Rajab. Rajab here dummies and goes himself over the top as falls on him. And Luke pushes him back. Some good defence here by Penrith. He'll play it about 12 metres away here for the Dogs. Again, they go to Makatoa short at the line. Throws away Eisenhuth. Oh, he's been threatening here, hasn't he, the big man? And they're only two metres away from the try line. Here goes Gray again. Works it away now to Edwards. Out the back now to Wakeham. A nice little... Oh, Penrith have knocked that down. And referee's going to say knock on by Penrith. We'll bring it back here. A penalty again, Matt Mears. Penrith are just starting to give away a couple of penalties under pressure. Well, they're, they're needing to. They, if they had to make that attempt at the ball, otherwise uh, the Bulldogs would have had the overlap and, and a chance of scoring here. It's been great work by the Bulldogs these last few minutes. You can hear the Bulldogs fans through that effects, Mike. Can they get them across the line? Here goes Tanner now. They're in a great position. 23 minutes to go. Penrith 17, the Bulldogs 12. Gray now works it through the ball. Here goes Makatoa again. This time they've got him covered, though. They rush up with about four defenders. And eventually he'll play the ball now to Gray. Here they go out the back now to Edwards. Edwards now to Wakeham. Trying to find his winger here in Toya. Here goes Ockenberg in the corner. He scores. Brilliant stuff by Ockenberg. He's over again. The Bulldogs running in and jumping up on the party in the corner here at Combank Stadium. Ockenberg has a double. Beautiful overlap. Penrith 17, Bulldogs 16. Yeah, kick to come. A very important kick to come for Brandon Wakeham. But... The numbers game got the Bulldogs there in the in the end. Repeated pressure on at the Panthers line. Even a team as good as the Panthers are going to crack under that repeated pressure. But it was a good it was a good play down that right hand attacking edge. They're able to just run through the moves there. Get on the outside there, man. They left Ockenbor free. Why you would ever do that? I have no idea. They left him that clean run to the line. The defenders tried in vain to get across and push him out before he could get the ball down. But it was a great bit of work there from Credence Toya coming in, being that extra man as the fullback to get enough room there for Ball to get in the over the line. And boy, looking at those Bulldogs players when he went across that yep. line, they know how important that one is. But I think this kick here, as I said, as we approach those championship rounds, Kiwi Mick, this could be make or break for both sides. So here goes Wakem from the sideline on the right-hand touchline, 24 metres back. Still got 21 minutes left in this one, but the Bulldogs have come out and outscored Penrith 10-0 in the second half so far with some gutsy defence on their own goal line and getting down here and, and making the most of their chances as well. The crowd, you can hear them either booing or cheering, bit of a mixture. He's two from two. He lines this one up. This would give the Bulldogs the lead with pretty much 20 minutes to go. He runs it and strikes it now. And it's away to the right. 21 minutes to go. Penrith 17. Bulldogs 16. Shane Evans on the sideline. Yeah, well, I'll put it this way. Sean O'Sullivan and Kurt Falls, there's no communication between them. As we saw in the replay then, Kurt Falls has come in. Then Sean O'Sullivan has turned his shoulders in towards... Kurt, which means he's squared up automatically. That's then brought Jack Cole in. He's turned his shoulders in, obviously not trusting the inside. Hence, where Credence Toy is able to make that make that extra man. And, and from the, the restart here, Penrith have kicked it out. 
So the Bulldogs have fallen asleep here from the restart on the angled kick, Shane Evans, and Penrith will have the footy back now. Yeah, they definitely will. I said, that breeze is still up at the moment, and if you're Penrith, that's the corner you need to be kicking to. The wind's blowing in that direction from basically the the, far, the closest corner to Old King's Oval, if you know Parramatta Stadium, out towards the Leagues Club. So that's a perfect kick for him. But no one caught it on the full. That's a cardinal sin. Here we go. Great attacking position now to O'Sullivan. Out the back now to Falls. The halves combination again through the centre. They're about five metres away on attack. Bulldogs have just given them a, a free shot here pretty much. Luke out of dummy half. Luke to the line. Referee's in a good spot and he's going to award this one. That was like Coruscant yesterday in that final against South. Johnny on the spot, Sony Luke. Penrith doing the old jump on everyone like a Royal Rumble in 1988 on a Saturday night. Or maybe not. But anyway, 19 minutes to go. Penrith 21, Bulldogs 16. That was a gimme of a try, and they've just nailed it. Well, I think your uh, memories of uh, Royal Rumbles is somewhat correct. I think the first one was 88 or 89. Oh, there you we'll go. We'll give you a pass on that one, but... Again, the Bulldogs have let themselves down. They've got themselves within one point. Then let the ball go out on the go out off the kickoff. You just can't let the opposition get a, a free start. Not particularly in a grand final yeah. when the game yeah. is that close. The Panthers they would have been reeling after that try from the Bulldogs. It's just let them hit back straight away. And Sonny Luke, he is a very good number nine at this level. He didn't need to be told twice when there's a big gap in that defensive line. And the Bulldogs have just switched off for a moment and the Panthers have pounced. So Kurt Falls is two from three. He's seven metres to the right of the post and 14 metres back. This would actually give the Panthers a seven-point buffer with about 18 to go. That type of game in a grand final. And he slots it straight through the middle. Penrith 23, the Bulldogs 16. Shane Evans on the sideline. Yeah, the worst thing that could have happened was that that ball bounce and go into touch. But then Sonny Luke did the carousel from last night. Yeah. Found the gap perfectly and was able to burrow over. But to be honest, I think that one that one point that Sullivan kicked just before halftime could be the difference in this game. That's either going to be it's going to be something good, or it could be sin and it could cause them to lose the grand final by one. But the Bulldogs obviously need to score next to keep this game alive. So the Bulldogs restart play here as they go long towards the uh, corner. Here goes Cicino here for the Panthers as the Bulldogs get up and try and hit and stick with these tackles. They're about 17 metres away from their own line. Here they go now with uh, Christian Crichton, the Penrith winger. And oh, very good run through the middle here. They're 20 metres short of halfway on tackle two. Here goes big Eisenhuth again who's made some bruising hits today. They're nine metres short of halfway. Luke into dummy half again for Penrith. Here goes Hopgood, the captain. Now, this is a great set, working it away here. Just when they get that little bit of a, a sniff here, Penrith, they put the points on. Here goes O'Sullivan at the line. Oh, that was a questionable pass to Chris Smith, but eventually they'll play it now. Last tackle it is, and they're 35 metres away. Luke, dummy half, works it to Falls. He'll kick to pretty much straight down the middle. Under this one is Declan Casey here, and a brilliant take there, Matt Mears, and he'll play the ball now. 15 away from his own line. Yeah, he's going to have a big job ahead of him having to fill in for Lumi Lumi for the rest of this game. They'll, it's either him or Ockhamport to kick for, so you know what wing they're going to kick towards. Um, so he's going to have to take some clutch plays there. Normally a centre named in the number four jersey, but 
I said, if he can keep taking him like that, diffuse any pressure on the on the Bulldogs' back line, he's going to have to do that job. But now it's up to the Bulldogs' attack. Can they get down the field? Can they get themselves in the position to be the next to score? Here we go now with Harrison Edwards as they're still working it out of their own half. And it's last tackle and they're five short of halfway. So Penrith win the territory battle in that last two sets of six. Wakeham now again kicking downtown. Iongi under this one takes it 13 metres away from his own line. The Penrith fullback, gee, he's got a lot of pace, hasn't he? And eventually he'll play it about 21 metres short of halfway on tackle one. Dummy half here is going to be Falls. Works it away now to uh, Taruva, of course, the winger for the Penrith side. He'll play it 10 metres short of the halfway line now. O'Sullivan in the dummy half again. Works it through the middle now to Jack Cole, running on the angled run, uh, picked up and put to ground. He'll play it about, well, just short of the halfway line. Luke dummy half again as they go through the middle now to Hopgood. Now it's going to be uh, big Matt Eisenhuth. He'll play it about 45 metres away from the try line. Luke into dummy half again. Works it to the right now to Falls. He'll chip towards that right-hand corner. Chasing through is going to be uh, Crichton. Casey tidies it up. Throws it to his fullback and Toya. And eventually Toya will play it now five metres away from his own line on tackle one. Dummy half is going to be Rajab now as they go set for set again. This time it's going to be uh, Reese Hoffman this time with the ball. And he'll play it 11 metres away from his own line now. Dummy half toy in. Here goes Ockenberg, who's got a double today. Uh, one of their best players, of course, uh, definitely in this final series. And he'll play the ball now. Here he goes Makatoa trying to lift him again. This time he finds a bit of space and goes straight at it. He'll play it five metres short of halfway now on tackle four. As referee calls time off, Shane Evans down on the side and looks like Makatoa has some sort of an injury here. Yes, sorry, I just had to stop for a second. I was going to get knocked over on the bench players. But yeah, I can see... Phillips holding the outside of his right knee at the moment. Hopefully it's just a bone-on-bone -bone clash and it's nothing more serious than that. He's been one of the better players for the Bulldogs so far today and during this season. Absolutely. As we all take stock here, so 15 minutes Ooh. to go. And Matt Mears, we have a look at the replay. Yeah. Didn't look very pretty. No, it did not. Just looked like he got his leg stuck under one of the, uh, the Penrith tacklers there. That's going to sting at the very least, but uh, as he's still with the orange shirt trainer, not being able to get to his feet, um, this could be very bad for the Bulldogs. We've seen Lumi Lumi go off. We've seen um, them already probably down to a five uh, to a 15-man rotation. If he's going to come off now too, which he is limping off now, it might be a 14-man Bulldog side having to get the job done here. As Guys, tackle's been placed on report for a hip drop. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, it did, look, it did look bad with that Penrith uh, player coming in over the top. As we see, though, boy, that's, that's some uh, nice work onto the cheek there of, uh, of Morin, who went off with that cut that Shane mentioned before. But uh, he looks like he's coming back into the game. So that's a good thing, though, for the Bulldogs. They'll at least stay with a 15-man rotation. They're going to need every ounce of energy out of these 15 players for the last 15 minutes. Bulldogs have been getting some injuries in this match, that's for sure. It's a bit of reshuffling, but you have to adapt. And let's see here. They're in another good attacking position here. There's still 15 to go. It's Penrith 23, Bulldogs 16. They're 30 metres away with a full set of cards. Now it's going to be Jaden Tanner again through the middle of the field. He'll play it 25 metres away on tackle one. Grander dummy half again. Here goes Moran, the man we were talking about, comes on fresh. Wakeham at the back, Toya. Here's Alamotti out now to Ockenburg. Was there a Penrith hand on that? Let's see what the referee says. Yes, there was. And it will still be Bulldogs' ball here, Matt Mears, importantly. Yeah, very important for the Bulldogs' side that that took that Penrith hand. 
If maybe if it hadn't, it would have gone straight to Ockenbohr as well, who had a clear path 20 metres from the sideline. I wouldn't want to be jumping in front of him, trying to stop him scoring in this situation. But as I said, Bulldogs, full set of cars, 20 metres out. Here we go now to Jaden Tanner again. He'll play it 15 metres away from the line here. The dogs are close enough if they're good enough. There's plenty of time in this match with 14 minutes to go. That's enough time for sure. Wakeham, here we go now to Topane. Topane, can he find it? He's going to go and stop and score. He scores Topane. Brilliant work by the second rower. Another man in the New South Wales Cup team of the year. And great composure to hold on there and score. And there we go, 13 to go. Penrith, 23. Bulldogs, 20. What a great run from Tarpanay. Lots of hands on hips for the Panthers, though. They were expecting more from their defenders out on that left-hand side. But I don't think when you start a freight train, you can't stop them. And that's what Joseph Tarpanay looked like there. Jackson Tarpanay, my apologies. He was just able to get outside his man. The outside defenders tried to get across. But when you've got a big man like that started, you can't stop him five metres out from his own line. He knew how important that was for his team to get back into this game. The Panthers, though, you can look at them behind that try line. They don't know what's happened there. Their defence is what they build their team around. And to let through a soft try like that, but all it's doing here is giving us a grandstand finish. What yep. a kick to come here from Wakeham. What a day on Triple H. Some enthralling football. It's going to be Wakeham again, who's two from three, 15 metres in from the right-hand touch and about 25 metres back here. Just remembering the winner of this will take on the North Devils in the state championship next Sunday at ANZ Stadium or Acor Stadium. But we'll go to the kick here with Wakeham with the right boot. Tension starting to build as we... Get towards a, a climatic finish here in this grand final. He runs it and strikes it. And it's over. 12 minutes to go. Penrith 23, Bulldogs 22. Shane Evans on the sideline. I'm just trying to work out. Correct me if I'm wrong. The Penrith Panthers are the minor premiers yet, and they're the team expected to win this game. If that's the case, this crowd, I've just been reliably told by the by New South Wales Rugby League, it's a tick over 6,000. 6,024 to be exact. I reckon there's about two and a half, three thousand Bulldogs fans here at the moment. They'll get this side home. That's anyone's game now, isn't it? And oh, Ockenberg playing with fire there, letting it try to touch his boot as Penrith raced on, put a big hit on Tanner, and he'll play it now 12 metres away from his own line on tackle one. Here they go, the dogs now. Here goes Alamotti, the 18-year-old, of course. He's outside his own 20-meter line on tackle two. They speed up the play. The ball's now to Edwards. Rajab out the back now. And eventually it's a Matt Dory with the ball. He'll play it about uh, 18 meters short of halfway. They work it now to Edwards. Edwards trying to find his inside support there. He'll play it about eight meters short of halfway now on tackle four. Gray dummy half. Here goes Moran now. All power through the Ooh. middle. Was that a high one by Sassina? Referee says it's all good. Last tackle, the crowd booing here, you can hear them, are very loud, a big kick by Wakeham now. Under this one, Iongi takes it on the full 15 metres away from his own line. Been very safe there, Matt Mears, as Penrith ruck it away. Yeah, a questionable tackle there on that fifth, but uh, lucky for the Panthers, they were able to get away from that one. But you just saw a little bit of an oomph in their defence there in that set. You would have known that behind the line there, they knew that they couldn't let any more... Uh, tries or anything get through their defensive line again if they want to be able to win this game. Only one point ahead 
Anything can happen here. Now it's up to the Bulldogs' defence. Can they keep the Panthers out? Penrith now about 40 metres away on attack as they work it out of trouble now to O'Sullivan. Wide ball now to Cole. Wake him over the top with a crunching hit. Last tackle, and they're 28 metres away. They work it now to O'Sullivan. The left-footed kick across field here. It's a bit of a tricky one, and Penrith have knocked it back. Bulldogs have knocked it on. It's still last, says referee. Here we go now to Crichton. Inside ball now for the Panthers. They play Hail Mary. Eventually it's going to be Lindsay Smith with the ball. Keeping it alive. Referee says Penrith knock on first. Shane Evans and the Bulldogs are going to get the footy back. Nine minutes 40 to go. Penrith 23, Bulldogs 22. To be honest, the Penrith Panthers absolutely murdered that opportunity to score the try. If you're looking from basically the 20 metre hashtag just past the goalpost all the way to the touchline, two Bulldogs defenders, five Penrith attackers. You do the math, who should have scored and who didn't? Yeah, that's right. They panicked a little bit there. The Bulldogs are making them nervous. Here goes Topanay now with a run across feed. He'll play it about 20 metres short of halfway as Penrith running up and trying to belt them in the tackles. Alamotti, a great run out of dummy half. 10 metres short of halfway. Here goes Gray. Passes away now to Moran. Bulldogs with a nice surge. On the halfway line they are on the last tackle. Gray into dummy half again. Works it now to Wakeham. Towering bomb again. Under this one, Iongi. Been so safe all day. Again takes it on the full 10 metres away from his own line. Races back into them now. The Penrith fullback. And eventually he plays the ball now. About 23 metres short of the halfway line. Here we go now to Taruva. No, in fact, they'll go to... Yes, it will be Taruva this time. So he'll play it about 12 metres short of halfway centre of the field here at Combank as Penrith just work it away. They do have the one-point lead here. Here goes O'Sullivan. Inside ball now to Cole. Round the legs on him was Wakeham with a good tackle. Luke into dummy half again. Here they go now to Hopgood. Leading off loader in the comp. Not sure he'll be thinking about that at the moment, though. Luke into dummy half again. Bit of a scurry there. And they put it down there, Matt Mears. So the Bulldogs here, just Penrith making some unusual mistakes. Anyone's game. I didn't think the pressure would get to the Panthers, but it's looking that way so far. Sonny Luke's looked absolutely supreme out of dummy half all game, but then just tries to be a little bit too fancy when all he really needed to do was just to keep the, the, the team rumbling down the field. They were making metres for fun. They were going to be in a good position to kick, but just again, just a simple little mistake, something that needed not needed to be done. We're still nearly eight minutes left to go. All it's done is turned over the Bulldogs to get possession with an opportunity for points if they can get a good uh, if they can get a good set of six in here. And they get into the right half of the footy field now. Do the dogs. Seven minutes, 30 to go. They're down by one point here in the grand final. Rajab out the back now to Dory. Good defence by Jennings over the top on him. He'll play it on the halfway stripe. Left-hand side here. Uh, dummy half now is going to be Toya. Here they go through the middle with a uh, this time Joshua Stuckey. Eventually he'll get up and play the ball now about 41 metres away. Ray into dummy half again. Works it to the left now, the Rajab. Trying to find a little gap here, but he can't quite do so over the top. Lindsay Smith on him this time. Last tackle, 31 metres away. Wouldn't be surprised me if they bombed to Ockenburg. Here goes Wakeham, and here they go again. This one might be a little bit too far, though. And it's taken on the full on the in-goal area by Taruva. So they just let the pressure gauge off here. Here we go now with a strong run by Taruva. Trying to break it open again. He's still going Taruva. Sensational stuff. Penrith will play it on the halfway line. That is such important play there by the winger. They'll play the ball now. Here they go out of dummy half. It's going to be O'Sullivan just going through the middle here with the players are tired. 
They're 35 metres away. A try here would be huge in this game if they can get there. A nice inside ball now to uh, John Fayumu. They'll play it now about 29 metres away, will the Panthers. Luke dummy half, goes now to Hopgood. Hopgood dummies to the left and goes straight through them. He'll play it now right on the 20 metre line on attack for Penrith. Dummy half is going to be Luke again. Works it to the right with Eisenhuth. Eisenhuth, he'll flick it out the back. Here we go now to Luke. A nice ball here to Hopgood to the line. And he's only half a metre away. They'll play the ball now. It's a seven tackle set. O'Sullivan, there's got to be something out here. They go to their winger. Taruma to the corner. Has he scored in the corner? I think he might have for the Penrith Panthers. They're running in and doing the big party now. What a key try in this game. Taruva making a 50 metre run out of trouble pretty much and scores in the corner. Just over five to go. Penrith 27, Bulldogs 22. Yeah, what a great effort there from Taruva. He said that first hit up off the 20 metre line. He just was not, he was just refusing to be tackled. Someone would put him down. He wasn't held, he'd get back up. He did that three or four times here. We're just watching the replay of his run here. Wakeham tried to get him. Someone else tried to get him. He ended up getting almost to that halfway line. And then when the when it counted, he was back there out on his wing a couple of sets later. Ockenbohr, he came in, he tried to be that big man and tried to get the ball out of the air. But all he did was left him, left uh, Tavuva unmarked out on that left wing. He was able to do enough to get in the, into that corner. The Bulldogs defenders just couldn't get over there in time. But that now lets them see that the Panthers now out to that five-point lead. We talked about that Wakeham kick being important, Kiwi Nick. I think yeah. this is now the most important kick of the match. Yeah, here we go then. So Kurt falls right on the sideline, 24 metres back. Four minutes, 28 to go and counting. If he gets this, it would push it out to that seven-point buffer. Whenever the Bulldogs have looked like they're going to hit the lead, Penrith have just scored again just to hold them out. What a great grand final. We've had two rippers today. Of course, the Jersey Fleet, Penrith beating the Knights. Here goes the conversion now for Falls. Pressure on this one. He's three from four. He runs it and strikes it. And it's over. What a kick. Shane Evans down on the sideline. Penrith 29. Bulldogs 22. Four to go. I still think that that field goal by Sean O'Sullivan just before half time, that's going to be the difference. I still, I, can, I still believe there's a Bulldogs try possibly converted left in this game. But I think that one point is going to be the, it's going to be the margin. Who would have thought? Two grand finals in the same day. Both came down to a one point. Yeah, unbelievable stuff. They've gone short here, the Bulldogs. Penrith have knocked it back. Bulldogs have the ball. It's game on. And it's uh, Reese Hoffman with the footy. They'll play it now 40 metres away from the line. Three minutes, 40 to go. They're down by seven. They've got a score in the set. Here we go now to Jaden Tanner through the middle. He'll uh, play it 30 metres away. There's a player down there, oh, Shane Evans. Declan Casey is not in good shape at the moment. I think he, a shoulder or something could have popped out when he went up for that ball. I think so, but I don't know if it will show up on the replay, but it may also be from the fact that a Penrith player may have tunnelled under him. But we're just waiting to see if our friends up at New South Wales Rugby League show us a replay here as it's just coming up now. Oh... Oh, he's landed on him, I think. Yeah, the Penrith, the Penrith player's landed directly on that right shoulder of his, left and right shoulder at the moment. Mm. And you've got the Bulldogs club doctor and the orange shirt just having a look at him at the moment. But, yeah, 
I can't repeat the words that I verbally heard well, when he landed. Well, but, no, you wouldn't want to watching that replay. Con- but it's you a can, family show. Okay, <laughs> but you can kind of guess. Yes. But I think yeah. we'll leave that there, Shane, yes. No, but it was loud enough. When, if it did come through my microphone, it did to any of our listeners, fine. I do. I will apologise on behalf of the station, but, yeah, it's not a good look, but... But, yeah, thanks, Shane. But, Kiwi, now it's the problem is, though, that the Bulldogs are running out of troops. They were lucky to get Moran back um, when uh, Makatoa went off. You lose another outside back. They've been wounded with injuries. They've done really well, haven't they? they There's been a lot of players going off and on. It is only three and a half minutes to go, but now they've got to find someone else to fill in that wing. You'd have to think Alamotti's maybe a chance. They've already got one back rower playing in the centres. Maybe they're going to have to have a second. Um, it's going to be all hands on deck here if they can get the job done. Mate, if they do it, I think we're going to witness something absolutely amazing here. But as I said, he looks okay. He's staying in the game. Yep. I'm absolutely shocked to see that. We're back in the action now, and the Bulldogs are 20 metres away. Here goes Moran again. Out the back now to Wakeham. Can he find his support? Alamotti. Alamotti fends away from his opposite centre. They're 15 metres away. They've got a score here, the Bulldogs, to have a hope. They work it through the centre. As they go to the left, here goes Wakeham again. Now it's going to be our big Josh Stuckey again. Good defence by Eisenhood. Last tackle, they're 15 away. Will they kick to Ockenburg again? You would think so. Wakeham, he'll kick now. Ockenburg, can he do the out jumping? And it's off someone's leg. Is it going to be a try? a try? It might be a try here for the Bulldogs for Toppenay. Referee might go upstairs here, you would think. He's, re- he's going to give it. Toppenay has scored. There is still time here. And unbelievable, we'll go straight to the kick here as it's um, Bulldogs 20, uh, sorry, Penrith 29, Bulldogs 26. And Topane has scored here in the 77th minute. He's got a double. O'Sullivan is complaining. It's all happening here at Combank Stadium. They are disgusted. I think they should be going upstairs for this for sure. There's the video, ref. Why haven't they used they it if they be. thought that there was a, anything there? Maybe with Guys, the referee not used it. He's watered the try, though. Guys, they can only go to the video, ref. If Darian Ferner asked for it. Yes, I know. Exactly. That's the thing. But why didn't he go for it? If there was any doubt. That's what I was thinking. If there was any doubt, he's actually gone now, Shane. He's yeah. actually signalled for the Yeah, you know, I've just seen that. But but un- unless he unless he gets a call upstairs, the bunker wants to review it. But I can't see anything wrong with it. Ockenball jumps up for the ball, passes it back inside. Unless I'm mistaken, it comes off Sullivan's head. Am I wrong or am I wrong? No, it doesn't come no, off. No, it's his, actually off the, the thigh. Yeah. It's off the 12 off Chris Smith. Comes off the thigh, and if he gets the ball down, yeah, yeah, that's a try. That's a try. I won't scribble out what I've put on my book for his try, Dan. I won't <laughs> scribble out the score I've put. This is dramatic stuff. And no. hang on. They have called a knock on. No this way. is unbelievable. No. That's wrong. This the, is unbelievable. What have they seen yeah. that we've not? They've been replaying it here on the scoreboard here and in our in our monitor here in the studio. What have we not seen, Kiwi Mick? Yeah, this is crazy stuff. We'll get back to the play. The Bulldogs still have time, but now it's two minutes to go and controversy corner here at Combank Stadium. Two minutes to go. They've given the try, but they've awarded it no with the video referee. So it's Penrith 29, Bulldogs 22. Penrith just need to complete this set and they're going to hang on. What an amazing finish. Here we go now through the middle now with Eddie Blacker, the Panthers. And uh, they're 20 metres away from their own line. Of course, complaining once they awarded the try to stop playing. Look at it. And they got what they wanted in the end. Here goes Lindsay Smith now. 
He'll play it 20 metres short of halfway. Eisenhuth now through the centre of the field. He'll play it about 10 metres short of halfway. Minute 30 to go here as um, the Panthers have the ball and they should really close this one out now. Dramatic stuff. Here we go now through the centre. It's going to be Eddie Blacker again. He'll reach the halfway stripe. Last tackle. They move it now to O'Sullivan. He'll kick towards the corner. The right-hand corner. Toya under this one. Bulldogs have to do an absolute miracle here. And he'll play it now on his own 20-metre line on tackle one. He's driven back to 15 metres away from his own line. A minute to go now. They're down by seven. Here goes Ockenburg. The Bulldogs have given it everything here. Uh, so many injuries today and such a gutsy effort to come from fourth. But it looks like they're just going to fall short. Here we go now to uh, Jaden Tanner. This time he'll play it 15 metres short of the halfway line. Hayward into dummy half. 45 seconds to go. They work it out to the right. Wakeham chips. Penrith have the ball. Here goes O'Sullivan. Wouldn't be surprised if they get a try to finish here as they're 30 metres away on attack are the Panthers. Luke moves into dummy half again. In the closing stages of this grand final, Penrith are going to get two trophies on this day in the Jersey flag and the New South Wales Cup as Blacker hits it up and he'll just take the tackle there. That sort of closing stages, sort of a forward hit up of a match with no intensity as they work it through the middle now with their prop and Lindsay Smith. He'll take the tackle as well. Ten seconds to go. A lot to talk about after this one. Uh, and Hopgood there waving to the crowd to start celebrating as the clock ticks down. And the Penrith Panthers are the champions of the New South Wales Cup. Let the party begin as the players run on the field and the whole squad. Congratulations to them. They've just hung on and just done enough. Penrith Panthers 29, the Canterbury Bulldogs 22. We'll go through all the stats and everything a little bit later. Um, Shane Evans down on the sideline. Can you get us an interview now? Kiwi, do you do your stats on that? Give me a couple of minutes. Absolutely. And I'll... Let's go through the stats. Penrith, there, 29 points today. Well, tries by Sunia Taruva in the 8th minute and 75th minutes. Jack Cole in the 37th. Kurt Falls in the 19th. Um, Sony Luke in the 60th minute. Kurt Falls 4 from 5 with the boot. Sean O'Sullivan, a key field goal in the 40th minute, right on half time. The Bulldogs, their 22 points today. Jaden Ockenberg, a double in the 13th minute and 58th minutes. Deglin Casey in the 47th minute. Jackson Topane in the 66th minute. Brandon Wakem, three from four with the boot, full time. Penrith Panthers, 29. Canterbury Bulldogs, 22. And, well, dra dramatic stuff, Matt Mears. And um, that last call there was very interesting. That's when the video ref can cause confusion, can't it? Because the referees made his call and everything like that. Anyway, we'll get all the final wash about it because it's all happened quickly. But, yeah, well. Yeah, well maybe, maybe we need to let cooler heads prevail. Yeah, exactly. Because, as I said, we, we, we're watching the replay like everybody else in the, uh, in the stadium. There's nothing there to suggest that the ball went backwards, it hit the Panthers player to then go into the in goal and it was put down. So that'll be one that's probably going to be talked about uh, for a fair while yet. I think we'd better go to Don Rizzuto to go through the stats. Yes, absolutely. Thanks, guys. Great call as well. What a uh, controversial ending now, I have to agree. I don't know what evidence uh, showed to uh, be so deterring to get the uh, official to overturn the on-field referee decision. But in the end, it was uh, a much more cleaner second half, less errors. Panthers completing uh, 12 of 13 sets and the Bulldogs completing seven, 16 of 17. Much better there. Penalties mm. were five, uh, excuse me, six, three in the end in favor of the Bulldogs. Only one six again the entire game. 
Um, and the errors in the end was the Panthers who actually completed more errors, adding eight to the Bulldogs' four. There we go. So dramatic stuff here. Penrith have come away with the chocolates. They'll be taking on North Devils, of course, next week in the uh, state championship. And um, they've just done enough there. Bulldogs were so gutsy, of course. A lot of injuries, but Penrith have done enough. And um, eventually they've won by seven points, which is important. A lot of the players um, shaking hands down on the sideline. And uh, we're setting up for the presentation very shortly as well. And um, Shane Evans down on the sideline. We'll get an opportunity here. I've got the fullback for the successful Penrith Panthers, Isaiah Aoi. First of all, congratulations. Minor premiers. Now you're the New South Wales Rugby League Cup, New South Wales Cup champions. I know you're still soaking in, but mate, your first thoughts. Oh, it's crazy, man. Uh, first year coming to this club and um, yeah, just the support the boys have around the club is just unreal, eh? So it makes us come to get to where we are at the moment and yeah, nah, just, oh, just proud of the boys, eh? Well, we're sitting up there singing your praises in, during the first half with some of your some of your great defensive tackles and your and your runs and all that, mate. What did the coach, what did the coach say to you at half time? Going in with that seven point lead, I'm assuming it would have been something to the lines of be smart, stay safe, keep your foot on the throat. Am I close? Yeah, yeah. It was just um, yeah, it was just clear clear um, information from the coach. He just told us to keep doing what we're doing and complete sets. And um, yeah, we just did that and. Uh. Well, mate, go up there, grab that New South Wales Cup trophy. Good luck next week in the state championships against the North Devils, and enjoy the night. Yeah, brilliant stuff there. Uh, great interview, Shane Evans. Let's see if we can get maybe one or two more. And Iongi jumping up and down there. The excitement in this Penrith team. What a great club they are, winning the Jersey flag and, of course, the New South Wales Cup. Very outstanding stuff. But again, as we said, Bulldogs so gutsy today. That's for sure. The presentation will be happening very shortly. And, of course, Penrith Panthers will be taking on the North Devils in the state championship next uh, Sunday at Acor Stadium. That'll be a very interesting match. Uh, the Bulldogs can be very proud of their season. Coming fourth on the ladder, uh, winning three knockout finals in a row and being oh so close. But eventually they uh, would just... Uh, Penrith were just slightly too good for them. Controversy at the end, but they still won by seven points, which is important. And down on the sideline, Shane Evans now with winning coach Peter Wallace. Yeah, guys, got successful New South Wales Cup coach Peter Wallace. Peter, been a huge admirer of you as a player. Seeing you now as a coach, you've won, you won this New South Wales comp side. Minor premiers through to the premiers. I know you've got a great group of guys here. Obviously, the Jersey Fleet guys have stepped up for a couple of times when you had to make trips like to Townsville and all that. What are your thoughts on the general club itself? We've seen the pathways. They're really, really good from the SG Ball Harold Mats all the way up to the NRL. How good are these guys and how good will they be? Oh, yeah, obviously a lot of potential there. Club's in a really good place. Um, won the ball, uh, flag and now the cup. So, yeah, obviously, yeah, future's looking bright, but um, yeah, one to go next week. If you have to single out one forward and one back for praise for today, who would that be and why? Oh, very hard to do. I thought Sonny Luke had a great game. I thought he was outstanding. Um, yeah, so yeah. I, know, I think they, they all play well. It's been been a team performance all year. Um, we've used a fair few players. They, the whole squad, uh, 
performance it was today. You know, a lot of other blokes that didn't play today um, had just as much um, input on the year to, to get us this point. So uh, just really happy for all of them and um, glad we could do them proud today. Yeah, well, we had a chat with Maverick Guy after the Jersey flag and he, was, he wished everyone good luck, obviously, for the New South Wales Cup. But go out there, accept that trophy. Good luck against Norse in the state championship. Do you think the government deserves more of your hard-earned money? If not, make sure you talk to Atlas Chartered Accountants. Atlas Chartered Accountants makes sure the money you earn stays in your pocket through legal tax planning strategies, from finding that last tax deduction to tax-effective business structures for asset protection purposes so you can invest in what really matters, your family and business. Visit their website at ihatetax.com.au. Atlas Chartered Accountants. They are dedicated to you and dedicated station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Your local RSL is at the heart of every community and there is none better in the Hornsby-Karingai area than the Hornsby RSL. Whether you're planning a major event, dinner with family or friends or having a quiet night at your local, Hornsby RSL is the place to be. Rediscover what enjoying life is all about with regular weekly events, special entertainment and some of the best eateries in Sydney, we have you covered for a great night out. As always, drink responsibly. Support the club that supports. Come to Hornsby RSL at 4 High Street, Hornsby or get in touch on 947777 and at hornsbyrsl.com.au. The Hornsby RSL, proud station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Want to look your sporting best on and off the field? Then make sure you get kitted out with ISC Sport Teamwear. ISC Sport are Australia's leading name in custom sports uniforms with a wide range of sportswear tailored to your team's needs. 100% Australian-owned and fully customisable, ISC Sport cover all four winter codes and cricket, basketball, netball and hockey, as well as training and outerwear, ensuring you look the part when representing your community. As Dom Rizzuto would say, look sharp and play pretty with ISC Sport. Visit their website, iscsport.com, for more information. ISC Sport, official clothing partners of Triple H 100.1 FM. Streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au. Looking for a fun night out with family and friends? Then come to the hidden gem in the Hornsby-Karingai area, The Attic. Located inside Hornsby RSL, The Attic provides all the fun and excitement you can expect from a bowling and arcade bar in an intimate location that ensures a real gaming experience for everyone. With four 10-pin bowling lanes, Australia's first augmented reality bowling experience and a selection of traditional and custom-built arcade games, The Attic is the place to let your inner child run wild. So make sure you book your next night out at The Attic at 4 High Street Hornsby. Call them on 94777777 or book via their website at theattichornsby.com.au. The Attic, part of Hornsby RSL, station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Yes, welcome back here to Combank Stadium, New South Wales Rugby League Grand Final Day. If you're just tuning in, it's been the Penrith Panthers double. They've done it. They've won both the Jersey Flag Cup and the knock-on effect at New South Wales Cup. I said it's scenes down on the field uh, with the Panthers players still celebrating this huge win here. They've now got their NRL side who are in the decider next week to take on the Parramatta Eels. We are in Parramatta Eels territory, so we probably should respect what we're going to say about the Eels. <laughs> you know, a little bit of a rap we're having up here, a bit of a tradition of ours. 
being Rugby League Grand Final Day, it's sort of our end of season here as well, here on Triple H 100.1 FM. Not that we'll be off for long, because we'll be back in two weeks to start calling cricket, but we'll talk a bit more about that later on. But uh, here in the background, here in the uh, radio box here, the Triple H suite here at Combank Stadium, you've got myself, the wise man, Matt Mears, Kiwi Mick taking a breather after another amazing call of the New South Wales Cup final there. You've got Don Rizzuto recovering from that Jersey Fleet call. Doing it at, at under 100%, but boy, he did a great job. you got Shane Evans made his way back. I thought he'd still be trying to uh, grab a Penrith medal or something from down on the sideline, but he's come back into the studio. Andrew Russell's here as well. We'll get him on too. And we've got a special member of the team that we haven't heard from from a few weeks. We'll uh, talk to her shortly, but we'll go around the room as we like to do in these uh, final games and uh, just see... I like a favourite memory from the team, and also who's your pick to win that NRL decider next week? The Panthers taking on the Eels. I go to you first, Dom Rizzuto. Oh, thanks, Maddie. And yes, I've uh, recovered is a uh, <laughs> is a uh, generous way to put it. Uh, my favourite moment from the uh, season. Well, if you look back to round six at Guildford. Um, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> we went through 17 different lists and uh, went back. Uh, I'm just oh, kidding. They're in fourth position. Oh, at three weeks ago, that program. <laughs> <laughs> look, my favourite moment. Look, look, it happened today, didn't it? It couldn't have gotten much better. The game that I was uh, graced with was uh, an absolute spectacle. Um, it was gutting that the voice uh, didn't wasn't at 100, but uh, it we held up for most it. of it. We got you through it. Um, you know, in some ways, it's something you look back and laugh on. Um, and we all know that uh, it, we, you know, it was due to the due to uh, unforeseen circumstances in the end. So that was definitely my highlight for the the season. Um, and I'm, you know, looking forward to continuing it next year. Um, did you ask around grand final predictions? I did. Yes. Um, look, uh, as much as it would pain me to say this seeing Ivan Cleary win another premiership, Judas himself. Um, I just think that the Panther side are just going to be too experienced for the Parramatta side um, in the final. They know how to win premierships. For Parramatta, I think it's, you know, I think the pressure will lead at them a little bit too much. And um, I think they'll lose it. I think both sides kind of are moving into it, you would say, um, their last, like, Premiership window opportunity, not so much in the sense where they won't ever get back there, but it'll definitely be harder for them moving forward. You know, the Panthers will lose the likes of Apasai Corusau and Viliami Kikau. Pan- Parramatta loses Reid Mahoney. Um, they may lose uh, Papa Lihi as well if he does go to the Tigers in the end. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's a couple of other players that might be on the move as well. Um, you know, whether Mitchell Moses signs another deal. Um, is up in the air as well. So it's a lot on the line for both clubs. But I just think the way the Panthers have been playing at the moment and the fact that they just, they're never beaten. If you're 12, 20 nil up, as we saw against South, as soon as you give them opportunity, they they score points and they and they end up just, once the momentum's in their favour, they just don't let it up, unlike some teams do. And Parramatta is one of those teams. And just, even though they have had the wood on them in recent uh, games by the major final. I don't think that's going to be enough, but we'll see. Um, it'll be very, very interesting. I'd like Parramatta to win. I think it'd be great, but I just think uh, it's an, it, you know, 
is the year at the Panther again in 2022. We've seen the Jersey flag win. We've seen the New South Wales Cup side win. It would just uh, complete the, uh, the the trio of, of uh, medals for them um, for the rest of the year. And I think they'll do it come Sunday next week. Well, Kiwi Mick, he's uh, he's had a huge season. He's called some big games. He called that women's grand final out at Campbelltown that went a good 90 minutes there. He, he called the New South Wales Cup here today. Is there one moment you can pick, mate, from all of the moments we've had in 2022 that stands out as one of your favourites this year? I'd actually probably say the women's grand final was the best game I've called this year with Tigers and Cronulla, wasn't it? Uh, West so. Tigers yeah. and Cronulla. That was um, that was that was really good. That game. That would actually be my highlight. Um, as far as the grand final, I think Penrith as well. Penrith by about ten. I'll be there. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. And um, state championship. I think Penrith will beat uh, North Devils as well. Well, that's another one to keep an eye out is that is that state championship game. Uh, so we've, we've been able to watch a lot of these New South Wales Cup teams play and seen the, how they've executed. Um, you saw both these teams today. Are they quite at NRL level? No, but they're not quite that far behind. So they're going to put on an entertaining game, the two competition winners, on Sunday afternoon next week. Shane Evans has said he's back in the box with us. He's been down on the sideline. He's been our man in the years. He's been uh, getting the big news for us. He's been getting the interviews. I hope you've enjoyed your day down on the sideline. It looked like it was an amazing place to be with the atmosphere. Set up in the box here, it sounded great. But to be in the thick of it, I'm sure, was amazing. But again, what's your favourite memory of uh, 2022 and uh, a grand final tip from you as well? Well, first of all, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed being down there. Thanks, Dom, for letting me stay down there for the two games. And I think with your state of voice, it's probably... It was probably a good call early, but yeah, um, to be honest, having the pleasure of being able to call lots of games at North Sydney Oval, be it with the Harvey Norman Women's Premiership and with also the the New South Wales Cup, um, Grand Finals, the NRL State Championship, from what I saw yesterday of North's Devils, didn't really think that it's going to worry this Penrith side. So I'm going to say Penrith by 14. For the NRL, I'm going to say Penrith to do the double, but that will go into extra time. And the one competition that we haven't mentioned, which is currently in progress, is NRLW. The two semi-finals are being played. In the one that was played earlier, congratulations to the Newcastle Knights. They defeated St George Illawarra 30 points to six. And in the second game... If you're a Roosters fan, you may want to turn your radio off for a couple of <laughs> seconds. Parramatta, 24, Roosters, 8. Ouch. Well, there could be a big day with uh, Parramatta if, if they're in both the men's and the women's grand finals out there. Um, as said, I think Penrith will now be wanting to try and get a team in this NRLW competition as well. They're winning everything else. But um, not having that NRLW team as yet, but you can only expect that they're going to uh, do the same as their their other sides. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll keep an eye on that. If there's a winner before we go off air, we'll we'll try and give you that NRLW grand final. This next man, he's been our man from Canberra. He's been man pushing all the buttons while we're at all the grounds throughout the year. We could not, and I think I'd extend it from the whole team here, we could not have done it without him. He just said, 
the level of the sound and the, the stings and the everything that's coming out that makes us sound like we should be on commercial radio. And I don't want to toot our horn. There's been people out there that saying that we're sounding just as professional as them. I won't say it's because of us. I'll say it because of this man, Andrew Russell. Thank you again from the whole team. Surely, I'd love to hear from your perspective, from sitting down there, not at the grounds with us. We're loving that you're here with us today. But uh, any favourite memories just hearing us coming through that line? Well, Matt, every uh, every match that uh, that uh, you've done that uh, I've either produced from from Canberra or come on site, it's just been uh, yeah, it's just just been an incredible atmosphere. Um, yeah, you know, the calls that you guys do, yes, you are definitely up there with the big boys. Right, there's no question about it. Um, the the energy, um, no one can argue with that. And um, quite frankly, being here today is is just you know the the atmosphere here has just been amazing. Um, the crowd, yeah, I mean, sure, it would have been lovely if every seat was fu- uh, was filled, but the reality is that you know that's not necessarily going to happen for a you know, for a grade game. But hey. Fantastic crowd, fantastic um, uh, plays by the by the teams. Um, everything about the day was just right. Yeah, well, he said he said you you hear the passion and energy. The fans that turn up for a day like today are the ones that are the diehards, the ones that don't just follow the NRL side, but they follow the lower grades. And yep. to watch the Bulldogs, you see what the the Bulldogs go through in the NRL and. Finally, they got rid of Trent Barrett. As a Manly fan, I could have told him that <laughs> signing Barrett was a bad idea. But it took them a couple of years, but they finally worked it out. But for them to go through such a year, not have anything to cheer for, but then have their New South Wales Cup team come from nowhere, come from fourth, win some huge games along the way, and then make it to here, to watch the Blue and White Army here on um, this afternoon here, they made their presence felt. I hope everybody in the in the at home and or wherever you're listening in the car, wherever you tuned into Triple H, you heard that energy come through the effects mics. Where we're set up here, generally we've got a bit more of a feel of the crowd, but getting this big stadium means we get an actual proper radio box foot. We're not like used to a little bit, but even so, hearing the noise come through the headsets, coming through mm. that effects mics, you could feel that rumble come through the stadium. I will ask, though, do you have a grand final tip for us? Who should we be putting our money on next uh, Sunday? Oh, gee. Um, look, I reckon it, it could even go down to Golden Point. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, it... it the Eels' performance uh, the other night was just amazing. Um, even our diehard uh, Rick Dunlop, he—he oh. uh, he, he must have been dancing in the streets. He—he he was. Well, he called me up afterwards, and he was stunned. Mm. He was still in disbelief of what he saw uh, on TV, and. Um, Oh, happy disbelief. I'm oh, glad. of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, if the eels if the eels can pull it off, fantastic. Both teams, I think, um, you know, if they've reached that final match, both teams deserve a chance. Yeah, I, I, I it'll, it'll be an absolute cracker. I'm jealous of Kiwi Mick. He'll be out there um, cheering 
probably the referee on. I'm not sure who will be, who will be backing in that one, but maybe after all the hate we've given uh, for referees here on Triple H, they deserve a little bit of a a little bit of a, a, a backing by us. But one it, thing I can tell you guys, whilst I was coming up here, I was speaking to the speaking to head of NRL referees, Darian Ferner will be your new NRL state championship referee with Clayton Sharp. He'll, he'll be appointing the two touches for it. Well, that's interesting. We'll hear more about that controversial call later on, I'm sure, that uh, cost the Bulldogs that try. But I said, I think that one, cooler heads will prevail and it'll just be one of those uh, one of those ones that'll just go down in history. Um, I said, we, did, we did, didn't reference this next member of the team Unfortunately, circumstances have met. She's not been able to be on the in the trenches with us calling the last little while, but uh, we're very excited that she made her way here for grand final day. We couldn't get her on the call. We couldn't pass up this opportunity to talk to her now. Georgia Slomis Paterin, it's great to have you back at the grounds with us. You're in the merch like we've been begging for for years. We've finally got it. We're here on grand final day. It's great to have you back here. What's your favourite memory, and why was it doing the why was it doing the Splinters podcast with Caruso? Oh, mate, no, don't don't. <laughs> we love Caruso, but don't go Matthew, there. Matthew, be nice. <laughs> I am being nice. We are being nice. This is you're missing Anthony Caruso. You're not being nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'd have to say sorry, best... folks. <laughs> have to say, best memory I reckon was going out to Henson Park with Matt Sheen. When you guys all had other plans, I carried I was at a the wedding. flag. What kind of excuse is that, right? <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't your wedding, it doesn't count. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but look, it was a fantastic atmosphere out there, of course, representing North Sydney Bears, and it was just a great atmosphere. And you know, these low, these lower levels, they have a fantastic atmosphere. We saw it today. I experienced it. I went and rubbed shoulders with the uh, NRL Panthers team, got a bit of a chat with Nathan Cleary. Don't mind if I do. Uh, <laughs> when's, your, when's your TikTok video coming out? I don't do TikTok. <laughs> Mate, if I have TikTok, that just means the kids have something else to find me on uh, as a teacher. Ooh, yeah, so I'm enough. not In George's that. case, it'd be more likely just to be a Facebook reel. Yeah, true. <laughs> on hey. there, but, but hey. all the Panthers Hey, we're, we're up there. here doing the hard work. You're getting to rub shoulders I, with the I NRL got players. Those, I got those winning, that winning moment of the uh, golden point in the flag. Mm, did see that. And yeah. Georgia was down down the sideline, come and said hello and all of yep. that. So mm. she did her duty. Come up and... Of representing. Represent. <laughs> exactly. Got right. the merch on. That's getting, the main getting thing. Getting the team colours out there for everyone to see. Yeah. Yeah. Who's this team it's that's... A brand, uh, isn't it? Who's this team that's got all this... Look, look at that retro merch. Penrith Panthers shirt she's got on. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. But look, I, for tip, tip for our grand final, I'm going Parramatta. I can't see Penrith win another one. I, I just... I can't do it. It's probably going to happen, but <laughs> I really don't want to see it. So the Pan- Parramatta have tried so hard all season, and that's all I've heard about in university classes with all of my mates like supporting it. So I'm going Parramatta just for them. Oh, well, they've been gutsy. They were so gutsy. Against round the twenty, oh. they beat Penrith. Yeah, exactly. But you also have to remember, in, in round the first twenty, week in the finals, they didn't. Yeah, there's also, that too. But you know, if they you know remember, how they play now. round twenty. Ivan Cleary only so Nathan Cleary only plays twenty seven minutes before he's sent off for that spear tackle. Mm. He comes back in that first week and he absolutely dominates that Parramatta side. But speaking of Parramatta, we can confirm 
they have defeated the under, previously undefeated Sydney Roosters 24-10 in the NRLW. Oh, so, so the NRLW grand final next week will be the Newcastle Knights as the home side taking on Parramatta. Mm, that'd be good. Well, that, that's a huge game. <clears throat> certainly is. And look, finally nice to see uh, the Knights doing well in something. <laughs> they played in, they played in no, the no, no. grand final I'm, the other day. I'm referring, I'm referring to the NRL team. Oh, okay. The NRL team. What about their team. women's team this year? What an effort to make the grand final. That's yeah. solid, yeah. Because they right. bought some good players and all of a sudden... <laughs> Well, when there's only, there's only <laughs> six <laughs> places to go. Yeah. When it's Don't only six places to go, that's what happens. But yeah. the funny thing is, if you look at that, that Newcastle side, have a look at some of the players that we've had the opportunity of calling every week, especially Kira Dibb, who mm. ended up being the New South Wales Harvey Norman Women's Premiership Player of the Year at the Brad Fittler Medal only a couple of weeks ago. From all reports today, she had a leading hand in that win over St George Illawarra, but speaking of speaking of women in sport and coverage of that, to all of you guys, especially congratulations on getting into that final for the Troy Garner Award, which, if I'm led to believe, is being announced in about three weeks in yeah, the CBWA convention of October, up in up in far well, north Queensland. We're still so. waiting, and Stephen, if you're listening, um, did we look down the back of the sofa? Or, uh, we need a couple of representatives up in Cairns. And uh, I'm a concession ticket, Stephen, just heads up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was the one who had to carry all the gear to all the games. But we won't go there right now while <laughs> we're on cheaper. air. <laughs> but, but to all of you guys, seriously, to Kiwi, yourself, Matt, and to Georgia, who led most of, our, most of our women's cricket and most of our women's sports calls, from all of us, me speaking as a board member and... As the That's head right. of sport, mate, I'm very, out of that. Very <laughs> I, I didn't call There's any. No, no I didn't call any women's games this year. No, no I'm very. I am very proud, and I know everyone on the board is very proud of your efforts mm. to to be nominated for that award and to be one of the four finalists. So, yeah, from all of us, not just me as a as a colleague, but from the board perspective, well done, congratulations, and now let's hope we get the win. Well, well certainly, and. Um, Last but not least, my reflections of the year. Um, what a year. As I said, like I look back further to calling some of those cricket games back in January. We we called the the Manly game, which was one of the ones we put out for that submission where they came from, what, Kiwi, 5 for 12 yeah, or something good. to needing four off the last ball and, and getting out. Then the week before that, at your home at, at Allen Border Oval, they hit a six from nowhere on the last ball to, to win a game. To Don't remind me. <laughs> Your Mossman team uh, going down, unfortunately, there, Mick. But uh, my coach was really happy that week. We were really happy, so it's fine. <laughs> I was selected in first grade the next week. <laughs> well, you were the good luck charm for them in the men's team, but sure. um, but yeah, just 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 my memories of the year is just how far we've come. As I said, we've 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 had, not had the best couple of years with COVID, mm. uh, some changes at the top of the team. How we've now got Andrew on board, who's making us sound better than ever. The the team that turns up week in, week out to to make these games, to to get them called, calling a lot of sport that that deserves to be called, but but probably just doesn't get the airtime that it deserves. They don't have the the resources to put them on. And this is our hobby. This is our fun. This is what we do. We could be collecting stamps or no knock to any other hobbies out there, but this is what we do. And it's um, we get to visit some great places doing it. So 
It's been a great year. We made grand final day finally. Kiwi finally got his grand final after three years and counting. But um, it's been awesome. And uh, for the grand final, I'm going to tip Penrith. It's the lesser of two evils. I was gutted when I saw Parramatta win last night. Uh, I was just thinking how insufferable those Penrith, those uh, Paro fans are going to be. But then I just, then it took me a couple of minutes of reflecting, then just really, so they're going to feel even worse when they lose in the grand final. So let them have this week so they feel terrible next Sunday. Does anybody have anything to say or I'm bringing this home? Yeah, let's bring it home. The one person that we need to thank most of all from New South Wales Rugby League, Stuart Honeyset. Yeah, oh, thank you, Stuart. Thank you list. very much for your support and your faith in us. We'll be back. We'll have our week off for the long weekend, and we'll be back with cricket. That's right. We'll be calling the uh, Kingsgrove Sports Centre T20 Cup and the Women's First Grade T20 on Sundays here on Triple H throughout till Christmas. So we'll be still bringing you sport here as we love to do. But for the team, for Dom Rizzuto, for Shane Evans, Kiwi Mick, for Georgia, for Andrew Russell, I am the wise man, Matt Mears. Thank you very much for sticking with us throughout this Sunday afternoon here at Combank Stadium. For the team, goodbye for now. We'll see you down the road. <laughs>